Welcome everybody to this episode of the Women in Technology Spotlight. Today I have with me Sarah Pupis. She is a business development manager at Lenovo and she's very passionate about diversity and inclusion. Welcome, Sarah. Thank you. Thank you, Ronk, and thanks for having me here. It's really a pleasure. It's a pleasure to have you with us. Uh, let's just kick it off with a little bit about yourself. Tell us who you are and what you do. I was born in Milan. In, uh, in Italy. Uh, I am mother of two kids, uh, one young boy called Michele and he's 16 and one young lady called Viola and she's eight. Um, I'm a high energy, very passionate woman. I truly enjoy living in here uh, and uh, you know into how I'm thriving we can go to the seaside or to the Alps and skiing and uh, also visiting the cities uh, and, you know, traditional, cultural, uh, fine arts in every single corner of, of this beautiful country. So I really enjoyed it. But I'm also an atypical Italian <laughs> because I don't eat pasta. Yeah, I'm a typical and a typical Italian because I need to eat gluten-free, so no pasta and no pizza for <laughs> for me. Uh, but it's it's fine. I really love espresso and Italian coffee, and I don't like football at all. I love sports. I've been um, playing uh, volleyball for more than 15 years uh, mm -hmm. in uh, in my <laughs> youth I would say and I think this is uh, one of those things that you cannot find on my social profiles but it's the experience that shaped me most as a person and as a professional you know volleyball is a fast-paced um, uh, game in uh, in which you need to trust to your teammates. You need to do three right things uh, to get to, to the point and set the ball on the other on uh, on the other ground. So you need to trust to your teammates, and um, also you you need to to play in a psychological safety environment in which you can take risks and you you know that you can fail and you can fail fast and learn because failure is just the process of learning. And then you, I've learned to have a strategic vision on what is happening on the other side of the ground and, you know, act very quickly uh, to cope with, uh, you know, the flexibility of, of, of the moment. And, and uh, it has been also a very uh, great school in terms of self-caring because uh, you need really, you need to keep your body and your mind in as a whole in an healthy state so the focus on the rest the focus on what you eat the moment for sleep and to keep all the stuff in a systemic way in uh, in the right position and the, the the majority of the traits that i've learned on the, the volleyball ground are the ones that are reflected into my personal and and also in um, in my professional life mm -hmm. i i think that was what I would have asked you next. If you see um, like correlation between all these values you learned during your sports career and what you do now. So especially the team aspect and the fast paced environment and things like that. 
Of course, that's exactly the, the kind of environment that I found when I reached uh, the IT space. And mm -hmm. um, to be honest with you, it happened by accident <laughs> in the sense that, yeah, um, my studies at the university uh, were completely different. Um, I predated. Oh, yeah, I, I graduated in foreign languages, so I'm a linguistic expert in uh, English and, and Spanish. And, uh, uh, you know, and then I got a master into the social communication uh, aspects. Mm -hmm. So uh, nothing to do with the IT bits and bytes. Uh, but uh, I started my career also in finance, which is <laughs> another, you know, diverse um, uh, scenario. And then I move into a communication agency and start following the most diverse customers. Um, it might be tourist South African um, tourist um, center, or uh, I got insurance, I got fintech companies, uh, and also part of the IT ones. And then I got a call from Microsoft and I start working with them into um, the technical audiences side, you know, to win the hearts and minds of the IT professionals into the server and tools um, department. Mm -hmm. So to be honest with you, I start working with all the system engineers and technical guys, and I've learned a lot from the, the wonderful guys, which, which were so far from, you know, my background, my, my, my experience. But, uh, you know, I always see te the technology as an ally. Being a woman, it helps me to be flexible. Um, I started working from everywhere uh, 15 years ago, and this allows me to conciliate being a mother, being a mom, mm -hmm. being close to my, to my kids, and also, um, you know, start a career uh, in, in, in a vertical which has all the values that I mentioned at the very beginning, in the sense that I really found a collaboration, uh, a collaborative environment, um, integrity, um, and I've also I have also learned um, to work in a multicultural environment. You know, my volleyball team was made up of diverse person, but I start working also with diverse cultures diverse countries, diverse religions, because uh, I've covered different, different countries uh, together with Italy, and not only in the continental Europe, but also in Middle East and Africa, so very far from my, yeah, from yeah. my initial experience. And I start cultivating the passion for inclusion and, and, and diversity, and also that side of the business, which is the giving back, mm -hmm. uh, how you can, you know, uh, put your talent, uh, put your knowledge uh, and your prof professional role at the service of the local community. Um, be uh, extremely pragmatic with start working on the Safer Internet Day mm -hmm. when, you know, navigating to internet was something new for the kids. So mm -hmm. I've been giving lecturing, um, in, in schools to uh, kids nine years old up to 14 years old. Mm -hmm. And, you know, social media were at the very beginning of their, let's say, career. 
and now they are the bigger part of of our life mm -hmm. and uh, you know the digital dimension of of the identity by right? the multifaceted aspects of the virtual life and those kind of stuff and the relationship with you know giving back volunteering for these kind of initiatives has been something which i bring in every um company it company i've been working for uh that was the same in, in cisco and i move also into uh, the collaboration space so from the software side to the other side working with um polycom as well and then i've been back to the cyber security <laughs> so um, for the past two years yeah, yeah during the pandemic side so you touched on I think a lot you are of familiar. very interesting points already. So, but but let me take you back to your switch from community sure. from from languages to to IT. Uh, that seems like such a big step to come from language studies to and communication to IT. But um, I, in my experience, communication is a very big part of being able to work in tech. So. Do you feel that all your background in communication was actually a big asset when you moved into this, this new environment? Because communication is one of the big skills that you need nowadays when you work in tech, right? It is. And, and you know what? Also, um, the, the capability to uh, change the language in which uh, you are creating new relationship with people had a massive impact into the uh, the IT space, to be honest with you. Um, uh, the way in which you are familiar with, uh, you know, I'm a linguistic expert, so I, I truly believe that the words that you choose to express your opinion or to describe things tell a lot of what is your belief, what is your culture, and what is your own, those around, you know, whatever is around you. And it's really interesting to see how it changed from uh, language to language. Just to be extremely um, precise in these, uh, Neo-Latin uh, languages has genders for names, right mm -hmm. and um, so for instance uh, in italian when you refer to the moon the moon is feminine mm -hmm. so all the meaning related to the moon has something uh, which has to do with sensitive uh, uh, delicate uh, uh, the kind of you know fuzzy nice uh, and everything in between the feminine universe right while on the other side when you refer to the sun the sun is masculine so energy power and that's the way in which you know the italian mind and the creed of the language set your first impression and your knowledge about those two natural things you can you can easily Easily refer to your mother tongue language, which is completely different. Or think That's about the Anglo-Saxon. Because that definitely shapes the way you see the world. In, in German, it's actually the other way around. The moon is masculine, 
and the sun is feminine. So that's an interesting aspect of language. You're right, it shapes totally how you see the world. And um, it's very different from English where you don't have these genders in, in, in objects. Um, Imagine what a young uh, girl can think about the president. Mm -hmm. In Italian, the president is just masculine. <laughs> There's yes. no way it can be. <laughs> so you basically embody mm -hmm. the, the person that you have in mind with a specific gender, mm -hmm. which is a model. And, you know, when you grow up when, with these models, uh, you cannot imagine that you can become yeah you know yeah the it's president. true it this this problem with uh, the genders in professions very strongly shapes the expectation of who you will meet when you meet someone from a specific profession and we do see that in german as well and um yeah that that's something that's a bias that comes with using genders in in for certain words um so this is a very interesting topic and we could probably talk about this for an hour. <laughs> but, yes. uh, we don't have that much time, unfortunately. To, and back to your, to your question, how it affects um, me working in IT. Um, uh, well, it helps a lot, to be honest with you, because it moves from, you know, the technical way that um, it's normally the way in which you address the content to a more um, uh, emotional, intelligent way to address the same contents, but uh, goes right to uh, you know the point in which again back to win the heart and the hearts and the minds. Yes. Not only selling with them bites, right, but also engaging and, and to be honest with you to engage with people and learn new ways from uh, from all it's something that has been at the top of my mind and that's why I'm, I'm telling you that it's a mutual and beneficial process of um, uh, lifelong learning right, mm -hmm. because how to express simple content uh, or technical content uh, how to modify the, uh, the style of the communication according to um, the different audience that you can have you can speak with the distributors you can you know the it um, channel it's a long mm -hmm. uh, take you know you have a lot of counterparts to, en to engage mm -hmm. up to the final end customer but the distributors uh, are uh, you know at a kind of point, maybe before we go into that maybe you could quickly talk a little bit for our audience around what you actually do now because what is a business development manager what do you do with our partners Definitely. what is this channel in lenovo i'm in charge of the smart collaboration business which is pretty new in the lenovo offering it's still in incubation because lenovo is very well known for uh, the PC side, the laptop, the notebook, right? Another kind of, of, of devices. The very first um, uh, smart collaboration device was launched in 2018. So it's a very young business for, for Lenovo. I'm in charge of developing the business throughout the channel and all the business segment, including global accounts, enterprise, public sector, uh, mid-market and all the s and mm -hmm. um, and develop this business for the Italian market and the Israeli market. Mm -hmm. 
and uh, so I have, you know, uh, everyday relationship with new people, new distributors, new partners, new customers, presenting the solutions, demonstrating the solutions. Um, to be honest with you, collaboration is kind of a familiar uh, topic for me to uh, to talk about because I've been working flexible and from remote since the very beginning. I've, I've been into the launch of Office Communication Server R2, which was the very first software in um, Able um, to to show you the state of presence. Presence, you know, green, do not disturb, that kind of stuff which is quite, you know, familiar for everybody. But 15 years ago, it has been a huge revolution. Mm -hmm. And then I move, yeah, and then I see all, you know, all the changes into this way of, of communicating, uh, you know, call conference to be moved to video conference <laughs> and then immersive telepresence just for a minority of companies. And now, you know, video collaboration for all and smarter technologies for all. It means that everywhere you are connecting from every, uh, you know, office, co-working, home office, or every space in between those are good places to, to work in. Mm -hmm. And uh, the technology uh, is the habilitation factor that make it possible. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so it's a kind of amazing because I can cope, you know, the communication side and my background with the technology yeah. <laughs> uh, environment and I have the daily relationship with people developing this kind of uh, way of work. The hybrid working is here to stay. So we yeah. cannot be back to be the back in the box. <laughs> Yeah, and th there are so many positive aspects of, of uh, you know, this change that uh, I think the, the best is yet to come, <laughs> to yeah. be honest with you. Yeah. It's so interesting that you were part of this whole development from, you know, from just showing the presence up now to this world where everyone is familiar with working remotely, especially after the last 18 months where everyone had to go remote and work from home and all these technologies became really important. So you were actually part of, of the whole evolution of this. And you touched on, on this aspect that you have been working remotely yourself for a long time and on the flexibility. Do you want to talk a little bit about more about that? Because I think that's very important for women to understand this kind of flexibility that you have working in jobs like ours, right? Yeah, um, I've been really lucky. Uh, and, you know, especially in Italy, where uh, the standard working day is from nine to six, not even five. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, in some cases, if you leave the, uh, the office before six o'clock, you can, you know, easily have the kind of comments. Are you on a part-time contract? <laughs> so really changing that mind that we are working for objectives mm -hmm. and not for hours spent into the office and changing the mind of the management 
So there's no need for the eye control of the people working from you, but there's a mutual trust, mm -hmm. right? And this is uh, above the gender, uh, I would say. It's a kind of um, cultural mentality that is changing because everybody experienced that from March 2020. It has been possible to keep on working from home, everybody from home. <laughs> And uh, uh, so we, we, we have been forced to change that, which is good. Uh, we need to change also the culture of many of, of the Italian companies. Uh, I can grant you that um, the exposure to the foreign and European countries has been critical. Uh, in the sense that, um, you know, I've been work, I've been covering multiple countries. Uh, I started with Spain and uh, Portugal, and then I had Israel, Turkey, mm -hmm. and then also South Africa and the sub-Saharan areas. Mm -hmm. And I spent also two, three years working with Nordics. So very different cultures in Nordics, if you call um, a colleague after 4.30, they have to pick up the kids at school. Mm -hmm. And you are, you, you are absolutely rude if you, um, you know, mm -hmm. um, invade the personal space yeah. uh, in, uh, with a call, which is right. You need your personal time. <laughs> and then uh, uh, there's no need to work till you know midnight if you can well organize your work if you reach your your objective it's all about setting you know smart goals and try to find the balance in between um, you know working from home as a rule it's difficult as well because there's no boundaries in between personal and professional life. We experienced that in, 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 in the lockdown situations. But, but you can also find a balance in between working from home and working from the office. Mm -hmm. And the more wise, the, the wiser companies, I would say, are, are adopting that kind of strat strategic approach. So, mm -hmm. So leave the people to be flexible. The return to the office on a, um, made on a um, gradual, uh, uh, let's say, step by step, leaving the people, allowing the people to be um, absolutely confident, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that that's the good side of, of the hybrid working is also to consider the personal experience mm -hmm. of the people inside the, the companies. That's what I really like in the IT space because there's, there's this focus on people mm -hmm. and on, uh, uh, you know, the technology, uh, it's what we sell, both mm -hmm. software and hardware, but it enables, uh, I mm -hmm. think, uh, uh, good and positive practice. Uh, and uh, the focus on people, on the integrity, on uh, the, 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 the values, uh, and, and also the, 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 um, the attention on 
listening and learning, mm. uh, which is also also important. Yeah, because the fast-paced company are good listener. In yeah. That you know what I mean. An interesting point uh, because uh, obviously, when someone thinks about uh, companies selling things, they think about people talking, but it's actually much more about listening. So that that's very correct. So you have to be a good listener. And you, um, I loved how you talked about how you worked with different cultures, because I feel that's an, a very interesting aspect of this work as well. So there were so many things we could talk about for hours, like the whole new work uh, concept, the fact that we now moved into this um, objective oriented work, this outcome oriented work away from, you know, you have to be there 40 hours. And if you're not there, then you're not working. All these things are changing and adapting. And I find that we are moving in this new space. And of course, we all have to learn because you correctly said that we will need to learn how to set boundaries between life and work if we're working from home and also give people a chance to to move uh, into the office if they want to so just give everyone the option to live a life that suits them and um, if you think about the life that suits you uh, because you work in tech what are the aspects you would like young women to understand if they're thinking about going into tech what would you like them to know about working in technology what is it you would like to tell them about that oh such a great question um for sure the uh, you know uh, I have a boy and, and, and a girl, and I want them to have the, the same opportunities, I would say, uh, in the personal and in the professional life. But I know very well in advance that for my little girl to achieve the same results of the boy will take more, more, more effort, to be honest with you. Um, I would encourage young boys and young girls to go for an education which is part of what is called STEM mm -hmm. and uh, uh, and to experience a variety of of knowledge and background uh, because the majority of the women in the women in itech are not engineers, are not mathematicians, are not physicians, mm -hmm. are not, uh, you know, uh, a few minority of those are great <laughs> STEM models. Mm -hmm. And I think we need to publicize these more. <laughs> yeah. but, um, back to your question, I think that you need to follow your passion mm -hmm. and um, you need to know that IT, it's not only for engineers. Mm -hmm. We are, you know, a clear evidence of that, I think. <laughs> I'm talking about myself, but I know a lot of colleagues uh, with the same background. And, uh, you know, you have also to know that IT is offering uh, a lot of different roles and a lot of uh, perspectives in terms of multicultural, in terms of um, 
innovation in terms of uh, development, personal development together with a professional path, uh, because it's really embedded into the, the, the uh, I think, into the companies that the, the, the usual practice uh, when I when I have to change company or job is to go and have a look and in the, and in the inclusion and diversity reports that I have. And then I went, to, I, I used to go through the values. You know, you can find easily them online. And, uh, and then I want to double check with people I know because it's a small word, if it's really the environment that I, yeah, I really find, because I think that you need to, to, to share the values at the fundamental. Yeah, it's um, a very um, important point. Yeah, that you have to look at the values that a company has to understand if it will um, satisfy you to work with them, if that will vibe with your own values. That's a good point. Thank you, Sarah. Mm -hmm. uh, thank you so much for joining and thank you for your insights. I found this really valuable, especially with your uh, specific background, which is again in a totally different field. So thank you for joining, Sarah. Thank you very much for having me being a voice into the women in tech. I, I really think that it's a great project and so many voices are so important to be heard. Thank you so much, Sarah.